It's Monday morning. It's 9.30. It's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by phone this morning uh, by my fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. I got my everyday apron on. You do. You're every, <laughs> we're, we're past the first of the holiday salvo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've got four or five days that aren't, aren't quite holiday. Yeah. Like, grasp. Yeah, just <laughs> enough time to get all those dishes done. <laughs> yes, yes. Boy, howdy, isn't that the story? Uh, last week, or last a couple weeks ago, my hands were so soft because of all the butter I was unwrapping the cookies, <laughs> and now, now it's all palm olive. Now <laughs> we've eaten everything, and our coats are so shiny. <laughs> yes. all, all that butter. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. It makes me wag my tail. <laughs> yeah, me oh. too. Golly. Well, do you make do you make treats for your dog for the holidays? I uh, no, I don't make treats for the holidays. No, I make okay. something for my dog every day, but um, I don't make treats like biscuits or something. You mean like that kind of thing? Yeah, I just noticed there's so many more products out there that are like you know dog bone shaped and you know, cookie cutter or yes. cookie pan type things. You yes. Know? And I, you know, I have a friend who makes uh, liver treats for uh, his dog and he has a little bone shaped cookie cutter and oh. he actually makes the, you know, buys the uh, cow's liver, the beef liver and um, makes this really noxious concoction that <laughs> stinks up the house. <laughs> <laughs> and dogs love those things. I mean, you have wow. to put them in an airtight container up high somewhere or else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always heard you're supposed to train with, um, and it works with my dog, with um, desiccated liver, you know. Oh, really? Liver. Oh. Yeah, it's the thing they love the best. And if you just have it as a treat for one thing, like coming when they're called, then they'll do it. Oh, that's a good thing. I have a one-year-old puppy and I <laughs> were training. We're, well... We're getting, Tom and I are getting trained faster than he is, <laughs> but, and I don't want any freeze-dried liver as a reward. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it even smells bad opening up the yeah, yeah. container. Yeah. Uh, How was well, your Thanksgiving? You asked me that question for a reason. Are you making dog treats? No, no. I don't know why. Um, I, I think I just had it in my brain. You know how you get so many um like advertising oh yeah 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 so many of those those pans they they they're like donut pans but they're little dog shaped dog all that kind of baking for dogs type stuff that keeps coming across my computer and um no i don't either okay um yeah so a thanksgiving in the rear view mirror how was yours yeah pretty good i made two different kinds of stuffing which ended up you know, with potatoes, um, just too much starch. You know? Yeah, but dressing, but, um, but stuffing the best part. So I know, I know. How, how well, depressed should really, we be? <laughs> no, I I wanted um, really badly to make Ina Garten's bread pudding. You know, with leeks and mushrooms. Yeah, and yum. it was it was good. And I also made traditional stuffing. Hey, do you put eggs in your stuffing in your dressing? I do. Um, I depending on how much I how much bulk of everything I'm making I will put one or two in there as a binder and also I like the way that it um I like the way that it creates the texture of the whole thing and the 
it, it gives it, it's not really wet, but it's moist. And I like okay. that. I like that. Well, I don't know why I never had. I just okay, probably because my mom never did. I never did. But somebody was telling me that the, if they make a, a cake pan, a nine by 13 pan of um, dressing, stuffing, we just don't stuff it in the bird, um, that um, they put two eggs in there. And I thought, well, I'll do that. And I, I think it was better. I think you're right. I think the texture is better. And then it's just a little more bound. But it wasn't like the bread pudding that had five eggs. And that was, it was just a little too eggy. And then also, um, instead of, I think of Thanksgiving as having, you know, parsley, sage, rosemary, thyme, that that's pretty much what defines it besides the turkey. And this <laughs> had um, tarragon and sherry. And I just don't think it was like, it was good, but I don't think it was the right flavor for Thanksgiving. Plus, it was really custardy and you just don't put gravy on custard. <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, could. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. I suppose if we if we butter our cheese, we should put gravy on our custard. I'm but, totally but guilty just... about the butter and cheese, but <laughs> I haven't had any savory pudding, or I would have definitely tried to put gravy on it. I yeah. think gravy makes everything better, kind of like hot sauce. <laughs> Yeah, always, yeah. always appropriate. It's the little black dress of food. Oh, <laughs> gravy! <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Are you when I, I recently got a gift of hot sauce? Are you when you get a gift of hot sauce? Are you ever suspicious? <laughs> this is so awful, so awful because that's kind of like where my brain went. Hmm, why are they giving me this hot sauce? Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, I'm worried you, that it's going to really you, hurt. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> or, or what are they trying to tell me about my cooking? Or all of those or, things when we really have, should just be saying thank you. <laughs> what, what have I done to this person? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. I think that would be a really pretty nice gift. I have, yeah. I am guilty of, well, I'm guilty of having a refrigerator full of condiments for one thing, but yeah. one entire door shelf is just hot sauce. I, oh, I no. really like all kinds of hot sauce for all kinds of reasons and not yeah. all of them are across the board, you know, so I like to have a choice. <laughs> variety is the spice of life. Oh, not tarragon, just variety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And normally I really like tarragon. I do but, too. Um, I do too. It, just, it wasn't the right, you know, yeah. place. And so, it is also it's one of those other, things that, that people like or don't. I mean I've yeah. I've well, had and, people, and it was more like the other stuffing one because it was more traditional. That's more like it was. It was just the ugly yeah. stepsister at this yeah, party, right. which it would have been, you know, the bell of the ball at any other party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want to show up and have somebody say, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. oh, I do have a recipe for. Um, tartar sauce that I really like that has tarragon in it and I got to say that that's a nice place for tarragon if you are a tarragon lover oh yeah I've never thought of putting it in, tar in um, tartar sauce but I love it on fish yeah so there you go what, what do you what do you do um well it's just got uh now I, I said that and I should probably look it up but I'm not in a position to be able to do that oh, but, no. but well, you I mean, know if you if you even just uh mince up some tarragon or and um or chop it up and toss it in with your regular um uh tartar sauce recipe it would be fine it's really yeah. good with dill and tarragon oh yeah yeah 
makes that's me a really really good idea yeah try that and uh, keep it out of the pudding oh keep the pudding <laughs> off the table really seriously <laughs> I made a mistake. <laughs> I know. Well, it happens. I uh, I made a big pot of chicken stock overnight, let it simmer, simmer overnight with the leftover carcass from our Thanksgiving dinner because we just had a roast oh, no. chicken. And we've been eating that roast chicken for days, and I really just didn't have the nerve to offer it up one more time. So it ended yeah. up being, <laughs> yeah. um, it ended up being stock and a whole container of really lovely chicken i'll make soup well and it's so good to have that in the freezer you know yeah it's it's yeah. good for a night off for sure that's so funny you said how you couldn't offer it up again my friend carol was telling me this recipe that um she had for turkey hash yeah so it's like a thanksgiving thing where you take um what she says i didn't tie it turkey and stuffing she says the stuffing you have to have a bunch of stuffing and then potatoes and um mushrooms i think and red peppers and um garlic and onions and then you know you stir fry the vegetables first and then the potatoes and then you put the turkey and the um stuffing in there and i and i thought you know that's interesting but i just can't give him turkey again <laughs> that's the thing you know we had uh roast turkey and then we had a uh, hot turkey sandwich you know the open face with gravy mm -hmm. with gravy and then mm. we had soft chicken tacos <laughs> and i'm just yeah. like we had some chicken curry salad i can't do yeah. it anymore yeah, yeah. Uh, my brain can't even think of anything. I mean, I can think of something, and I'm like, mm, no, I don't want that. So, well, and then the stock is still good when there's a little bit of meat left on the bird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that yeah. The the stock was beautiful, so, yeah. and I and I just tossed some uh, really tired, like fully relaxed celery. <laughs> 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 into the pot <laughs> and I uh, I had uh, stuffed the turkey I I mean I had stuffed the chicken with like a whole head of garlic cut in half and um, a couple of shallots cut in half and just stuffed them in the uh, chicken to roast so that those went in the stock pot and oh, um, nice. and a couple of whole carrots and that was okay. um, that's it I mean that is actually soup you strain that out and you can just have it in a mug yeah. <laughs> but put some um, wontons in it <laughs> oh put some wontons in it do you make wontons no um i pray well okay that's not true i do um but i i buy them frozen just as often yeah and yeah. i i um um do, let's do you, see do you like them frozen? yeah i really the, do yeah well, I do, but Dale doesn't. He likes them when I make them a lot better. <laughs> see how they are. <laughs> do we see how they are? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, um, if in the past, I, 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 I think um, just as my hands get old, and wontons are really a fussy thing, you know, you have yes. to use your hands a lot. Yes. Um, I, I think that that's the main reason. But in the past, I mean, I've used wontons as just, like practically a garbage dump whatever's going south in like in the fridge <laughs> yeah. you know just stir fry it up and just put a bunch of sauce on it, and put it in a in a um, wonton and then either you know pan fry those or put them in soup yeah they're good they're good and they're a really easy way to use stuff up you know yeah that's the thing it's it's really rewarding to find something that really you know you pull it out of the veggie drawer and you go hmm is it compost <laughs> or is it dinner 
exactly. Super wonton. Yeah, <laughs> it turns fabulous. Hey, what I'm gonna. Making? Uh, I, oh, I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm gonna make kimbap. kimbap. Have you had it? Um, no, I don't even know what it is. Well, it, I mean, there's a bunch of baps. You know, Korean. <laughs> there's bimbap. There's kimbap. There's gimbap. Um, <laughs> which it all sounds to me like the sound effects of uh, old Batman series. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if they're having a fight. Very, very uh, violent. Or. Or like Fred and Wilma Flintstone's Korean children. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yes, um, yes. so it it, it is uh, there. All of those things are fabulous Korean foods, and okay. um, I have only ever had kimbap in a restaurant. I've never made it before, but I have a recipe for it now, and I'm going to try it because, like. Uh, wonton, it's a great way to clean out the vegetable drawer. Okay. And the thing about it's very much like, uh, it looks exactly like sushi. It looks like a California roll when you slice it up. It's wrapped in a sheet of uh, nori, which which is, I want to say that kim or gim is the Korean word for that uh, nori. Oh, I Um, didn't know that. So, uh, anyway, it looks like that, like a, a, any kind of sushi roll that you would wrap in seaweed and slice into discs. The difference is that um, the seasonings are different, and also the filling is stir-fried instead of raw or pickled. Oh. Although you can put some pickles in there if you want. Some pickled uh, radish or something would be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Oh, kimchi would be fabulous. And I, I imagine there's probably some sort of national law that says you can't make kimbap without putting kimchi in it. <laughs> I'm guessing uh, kimchi would be fabulous. Um, the, the recipe that I have in front of me uh, says that there's spam in there. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I have that no is Hawaiian, spam. not Korean. Huh? I know. Well, I it's apparently, it's become an international food over the last, <laughs> you know, 75 years or whatever. So um, I don't have, uh, I, I just, I'm fresh out of spam. <laughs> we're going to go, we're going to go without and, the spam tonight. But And uh, I don't have any to lend you. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on us. Aww. Well, yeah. I have lots of uh, mushrooms, and I do have some fish cake that I would okay. that I was using for uh, some um, soup, and um, okay. I have some left, and that would be really good in there. But anyway, you stir fry the veg. You you can use the um, you know like a really thin uh, scram uh, scrambled egg. Um, sauteed into a sheet in the bottom of your pan like a, a crepe and then okay. uh, turned out and cooled and sliced into strips okay. um, that's re- you know that's recommended in there but it, whatever you put in there carrots uh, uh, snow peas whatever it is you're going to saute them which I think is really interesting and then uh, dress them with um, sesame oil and salt and pepper okay. and roll them with the warm rice in um, the nori sheets. Okay. And um, they recommend then um, when you're ready to, before you slice these, that you brush them with a little s- sesame oil to make them shiny and pliant. <laughs> 
and I, I like the whole idea of that. But what I really like about this recipe is uh, what really like expanded my view of a whole lot of things is that the next day, if you have leftover, I hate having leftover sushi. I just, yeah. it it's just not good the next day because, because of what happens to the rice. Um, okay. It always gets dry and hard and uh, crumbly and um, I just don't like it. And I, yeah. and I don't like not using it either. So I'm never mm-hmm. happy about that. Uh, but what they say is to dip the leftover um, discs in a- mm-hmm. beaten egg and fry them. Oh, really? Doesn't that I've sound fabulous? I've never heard fabulous? of anything like that. I yeah. know. And I would be really oh. tempted to maybe roll them in a little panko and fry oh, them. Yeah. <laughs> because let's bread the rice. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I remember, what's that? That um, I can't think, but you know where you, acronym, February, oh. F-E-B, um, flour, egg, and then B said BP, panko, instead of breading. <laughs> Fep. <laughs> yes. Oh, then maybe it's like Fep Kimbap. <laughs> kimbap Fep. It is, but it's too hard to say. It's too hard. Anyway, I'm saying I'm never going to be sad to have leftover sushi ever again because that's no, what I'll do. No, this is great. Yeah. That just oh, sounds delicious and i'm really tempted to just like save the whole thing till the next day and yeah yeah fry. Just fry it yeah <laughs> Why? well and it's interesting that they say to do it the next day because when you're making fried rice they always tell you to use day old rice you know cause yeah it's a, a, it doesn't clump together yeah and um yeah so i wonder if that's like the key is that it is day old not that it's just a way to use it you know right and that that may be everything about it but it would certainly change i mean it would change the whole experience of eating it. So I'm very excited to try it. I'll report back. Thank you. (laughs) Or invite (laughs) me over one of the two. (laughs) Hey, I know that you uh, are a cookie baker and I wonder if you're doing special cookies for the holidays. Well, um, there's two things about that. One is, um, yes, I've been baking cookies, the ones you can do ahead, but oh, I had the weirdest thing happen. So I bought some zipper bags, you know, zipper bags like you yeah. always buy. And um, they were a lot harder to open than they normally are. I noticed this. And then um, I just, um, before I um, we got on the radio, I went and I looked at my box. So there's 54 of these bags in a box and there's only 10 left. That means I've used 44 of them. And what is happening is they're so hard to open that when I finally open, and I didn't notice that until just recently, is um, there's like a red side to the zipper and then there's a blue side to the zipper. Yeah. But instead of the zipper coming opening open, the part of the blue side is letting go of the plastic bag and staying in the zipper and that's how it's opening. And so I have made all these cookies and put them in bags because they last in these freezer bags. They they are truly airtight. They're, They're wonderful. Uh, but um, um, when I seal them back up and they just seal ever so lightly, but you don't know that because it's closed, um, but the seal is broken and uh, it's just, I'm very sad about that. So when you are making things for the holidays this year, you know, check your zipper bags because um, um, I think that uh. I, I even, I even talked to the company 
And um, I think that there was just a really bad batch that they're getting a lot of complaints. So. Are they? Well, shoot, yeah. I bet they are. Uh-huh. That's anyway. discouraging. Well, Linda, roll them in egg and fry them. <laughs> <That's all I laughs> <can say. laughs> How about that? <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that's the perfect, perfect uh, uh, solution, solution for everything. That's but I am the secret to about, world peace. Yes, yes. Roll it in an egg inside. <laughs> <laughs> but I am excited about Christmas cookies. I got an email from King Arthur Flower, and um, um, they put out Christmas cookie recipes this year. But this year, um, they they um, said that in a season that's all about tradition, they went the other way. And I like this. They even wrote it down because I thought it was so funny. They said, we didn't throw out the spirit of holiday cookies and replace them with, like, broccoli thumbprints, <laughs> which really leaves a picture in your brain. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But everything has a twist, you know, like there's keto things and gluten-free things. And the um, um, Mexican wedding cookies, they made them with horchata. Isn't that a good idea? Oh, that sounds delicious. I thought so, too. I thought that was a great idea. I've made them with chai spices, and that was really good. But I think horchata is an even better idea. And they made their ginger snaps with rye. So you can see there's a little twist. They made their rum balls with eggnog. And really? I thought that, that that sounded delicious. That I mean, I think that sounds really better good. than rum. Yeah. yeah. Creamy rum is better than rum, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then definitely. Every, and everybody, the fat is, they make tahini chocolate dumplings. So they did, too. But the um, the the big cookie that they're um, uh, really proud of is made after a sweet, creamy coffee cocktail. And I don't know if I'm saying it even anywhere close to right, but um, Cola de Mano Alpha Horas, something like that. But um, have you ever heard of Pisco? Yeah, the booze? Yeah, 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 exactly. I hadn't. I, I didn't know. They said it's some kind of Peruvian brandy. Um, I didn't know it was brandy. I don't know its. Um, I, I I don't know its pedigree. I just know that I've had pisco sours before. <laughs> okay. And um and you can buy it. Oh seriously, that's great because I'd never heard of it. Of course, I thought it was something super esoteric because you know I'm so smart. <laughs> <laughs> but no, because they said, and I was I was worried that I wouldn't be able to get it in this little corner of our world because. They used the word crucially. They said that the cookie crucially has a shot of pisco in it. And so um, I have to <laughs> find c- some you, of that. Yeah, you can't skip that clearly. You cannot skip yeah, that. <laughs> they say crucially, and it's in really big, bold letters. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the uh, New York Times has put out a cookie of the day recipe uh, for the f- 24 days leading up to Christmas. Every day uh, you, I get a cookie recipe in my inbox and they're doing the same thing where they're taking a, I mean how many cookie recipes are there right so put yeah. adding a twist to something that exists is a real logical way to think about it and uh, there are a couple things that I thought were interesting one is that um, you know the thumbprint cookies that you put like a broccoli uh, yes, you put broccoli or or a Hershey's Kiss, <laughs> your choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, there it's they do. You put tahini in the cookies and dulce de leche in the thumbprint, and that, that sounds, sounds really good. Yeah, that sounds really good. And uh, I love this. I love the description of this one. It's a Danish raspberry slice. It's called uh, Hindbeer Schnitter. 
(laughs) Hindebear schnitzel or something like that. But the description is, this sweet from Denmark delivers the pleasure of (laughs) Pop-Tarts in a large format cookie. I just, you know what? The pleasure of Pop-Tarts has evaded me. I, 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 maybe I need to revisit the pop tart thing because anyway, um, just, you know what though? I love those little jam. What do you call those little things you make with pie crust and jam? Yeah. Just like little, I, I just think of them as jam tarts, but yes. Yeah. Because what, what Marianne does is she just takes little squares of leftover pie crust and then she puts like less than a teaspoon of jam between them and puts a little square on top and then just seals them with a fork and bake them and they're great i mean they're, they're really great. good you sprinkle yeah. them with a little bit of sugar before they go in the oven and i yeah. i personally be uh, well i i love pie but it, there's only two of us so making a yeah. pie is counterproductive to our collective health around here and, <laughs> and so i would rather just take a, pl- a pie crusts worth of pie pastry and make it into tarts because like cookies you can freeze them and um just have a you know a couple at a time and they are really good and they're really different depending on what kind of uh, jam or preserves you put in the middle so yeah and they're way way smaller than a pop tart there's at least four of yours in the size of a pop tart (laughs) they're really little and they're really they're just they're just flaky and delicious it's such a good uh, use of crap those those pop tarts are huge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was just looking at um, the recipe for the ones that are uh, delivering all the joy of a pop tart. <laughs> yeah, and um, one of the things that the, it's a, a sheet pan cookie, you know, so you cut it into bars, and yeah, um, kind of like a blondie type thing. Yeah, it, it's uh, frosted. And mm-hmm. it's sprinkled with red spring. I thought it was red sprinkles, but what it is is chopped or crushed dried raspberries oh interesting i love raspberries i bet that'd be really good i think it would be too and it's easy to find uh uh, dried berries so i think i never thought about uh pulverizing them and using them as an ingredient but when i think about that i think you know that would be good just sprinkled on oatmeal i mean that's a that's a great way to use uh freeze-dried berries yeah well, they, they're usually pretty expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we don't try to use them. We cherish them. <laughs> Make sure that you revere your dried berries. <laughs> oh. uh, well, I have not ever uh, dehydrated berries, have you? I've done bananas and a variety of other things, tomatoes and no, blah, blah, blah. I don't, blah, even, I don't, I don't even have a dehydrator. I used to but i donated it to the food web because of um you know they needed it <laughs> so. yeah. well i've just i never i don't know why i just never got into it yeah but um i think it's a good way to preserve stuff yeah it is and i really like um i love bananas that have been in the hydrator long enough to turn prune like you know like sticky uh, mm-hmm. Not not free, freeze dried, not totally dry, okay. not crispy. Yeah, because those chips can be pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. really big on those. Although I will say that Ina Garten's recipe for uh, banana crunch muffins, which has um, 
uh, chopped up banana chips in addition to bananas in a variety of forms, and it is um, really, really good. And the only mm-hmm. thing I've ever found with banana chips that really does it for me. Um, I think so. you invented something. I, I think you invented banana jerky. <laughs> Well, you know, you used to be able to buy the the, uh, dried bananas um, at the co-op. I I don't know if they still, I I would have seen them because I would, those things are like candy. But do you mean dried where they're still chewy? Is that what you were saying? They're like a a prune. You know, they're that way. Yeah, you invented banana jerky. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I invented it, but I will promote the, the heck out of it. Hey, we have to go. We're out of time. Oh, no. And so oh. I just want to say um, happy un-Thanksgiving, Linda Perkins. Thank you so much. See you next Thank time. You. Maybe we'll okay. be in the studio. Okay. Bye, Marianne. Bye. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Give it the gravy, Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Try a tomato plate, too. Here's catch a Tori Dory. Taste the baloney Tony.